Welcome to the Stone Church Podcast, a series of conversations inspired by Sunday messages we hope will spark your curiosity and encourage you in your faith journey. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Ashley Palmer, and here with me is Pastor Alex Rowe, Associate Pastor of Worship, Creative Arts, and Media, and we are in the Jim Granger studio at Stone Church. So we're actually going to be doing our last episode of Spiritus Sancti. Alex, let's dive straight into the importance of the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah, let's dive right in. <clears throat> so uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's, uh, it's a very uh, important for us Pentecostals. It was this uh, spirit empowerment, as we talked about last episode, that was the catalyst and uh, empowering of our people to preach boldly and without hesitation Mm -hmm. that resulted in the explosion of the Pentecostal movement. Uh, The first Pentecostals felt this sense of urgency to preach the gospel. And with the power of the Holy Spirit, they not only preached the gospel, uh, but did some truly remarkable things to make sure the gospel message was heard. Mm. Preaching boldly and without hesitation. Words that create a mix of fear, but also aspiration to me personally. We believers are are meant to tell others about the good news and Mm -hmm. also to be ready uh, to answer why we follow God or Jesus if anyone asks. Mm -hmm. You know, when I think of doing that through self-sufficiency, it makes me want to crawl into my little turtle shell and hide. There's a, a fear of performance anxiety, a fear of rejection, But I know we can and should ask God to speak through us and give us that empowerment to evangelize boldly and confidently. And we have stories in the Bible as proof of what can and will happen when we do rely on Holy Spirit to take the wheel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not all that surprising that people aren't bolder in their proclamation of the gospel. Mm. Um, I don't know where the data comes from or if it's even based on real data, but uh, I'm sure at one point or another, we've all heard that um, people fear public speaking more than they fear death. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing this growing up and I thought it was strange because um, I was a pretty wild child and I really had no fear of speaking in front of people. Um, but that's just not the reality for most um, that explosion in, in growth in the Pentecostal movement didn't happen because everyone was like me. Mm. The growth happened because people were receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit and were going on to reach people all over the world. They uh, planted churches, commissioned missionaries, and met the needs of the people. And just because by now most people know me to be a bit of a history nerd, Mm -hmm. uh, just some of the numbers. In 1911, there were only 515 Pentecostals in Canada. In 1921, there are now 7,012 Pentecostals. Mm -hmm. And in 1931, that number jumps all the way up to 26,349. Wow. Right? So every 10 years, the numbers jumped significantly because we were bold. We weren't afraid to be shut down or embarrassed. And think about how radical that growth is. After the first 10 years, there was 1,261% growth. (laughs) Right? Wow. How many churches or businesses, for that matter, can claim that kind of growth in the first 10 years? That's how radical our movement was. That is some serious growth. Now, highlighting what you said about, um, you know, not being afraid to be shut down or embarrassed, that's huge. 
And, you know, I hope this is speaking to the heart of anyone who has the desire to get more involved in their church or get into a small group or just to be inspired to pray, to ask Holy Spirit for the courage to take those steps. It would be really amazing to see more people go from being Sunday Christians to getting more involved with small groups or ministry. And then the next step is asking God to speak through us so we can spread the good news and evangelize in whatever way that we feel called. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not necessarily a get on the street and start waving people down to talk about Jesus kind of girl, but, you know, sometimes I like to take advantage of the significant use of social media and the internet these days, you know, especially from the pandemic. But whatever small steps that we can take to, to start and the more we ask God for the courage to take those next small steps, he'll continue to be with us to make those next even bigger steps. Um, you know, we are called to spread the good news. It's a commandment, and mm. albeit a sometimes scary one for us, but God tells us not to fear and to rely on him because he will be our strength and our yeah. courage. Yeah. Uh, we need people to answer the call of God. Uh, we might be going on a, a bit of a tangent here, but the, the call to serve your local church is not optional. Mm, mm-hmm. And that calling is not predicated on the call to full-time ministry or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That call was put on your life the moment you accept Christ into your life. Yeah. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That's Mark 10, 45. First uh, Peter 4, 10. Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others faithfully and ministering God's grace in its various forms. Acts 20.35, I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. I mean, scripture goes on and on, and yet people are content to sit back and let the faithful few do all the work of the ministry for them. And maybe if we didn't have churches full of complacent people, we'd see the same kind of growth we saw in the first 10 years again. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, you know, if anyone needs encouragement, I mean, I can speak from my own experience. You know, I came to Christ when I was 30. Um, and when I first started to come to church, I was so afraid to talk to people, um, to, to get involved. But I started making these little gestures of niceties, you know, just saying hello to people and small conversations, and it just organically flourished. And all of a sudden, I found myself enveloped in the church in such a good way. I know it can seem like a burden, but God has given us everything good that we have. And sometimes we need that wake-up call to say to ourselves, you know, how dare I stand by the wayside to avoid some initial discomfort or justifications about not having time? Mm-hmm. You know, instead, we really should be saying, it's the least I can do out of love for Jesus, you know, for all that he's done for me. Yeah. Um, you know, generally what starts out as a potential burden in our schedules ends up being such a gift and is so fulfilling. Yeah. Being more involved and getting to know our fellow church members is a blessing. And like you said, so many people don't get to experience it. And it's for, you know, those fleshy reasons we need to fight against. Yeah. Mind you, with the Holy Spirit and not on our own. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> okay. Back to the topic at hand. Pastor Alex, what would you say to the man, the woman, the girl, the boy, taking the subject to heart and who is really wondering and seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Just keep praying and asking mm. God to receive the gift. Mm. You know, and um, as I said, I prayed for years. And I, I don't want anyone listening to misunderstand what I mean by that. I don't mean like 
two or three years. Mm-hmm. And then I received. Yeah. I prayed and I asked for the baptism of the Holy Spirit for 13 years. Wow. Now, um, again, I shared my story in our last episode. I had a block that I needed to identify and remove, but it took me 13 years mm-hmm. to receive the gift. And we will never understand God's timing, but his timing is always perfect. And there are others who will tell you um, that they received the gift the first time they asked, and there are others who will have stories similar to mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some people who received while they were out jogging, <laughs> and there are others who, who needed people to come around them and to pray with them and give them an example to follow before they were able to receive. Either way, just keep asking God to receive the baptism, and in his timing, he will give it to you. Mm, that's really good advice. Thank you. And I don't think I knew that it was 13 years for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for sharing that. And the, t- the timing, that reminder is so important. I think we need to hear that on a constant basis because this is his world and we're all just living in it. So, <laughs> you know, we really have to remember it is his timing and not ours. Yeah. Um, but his love is so powerful and is for all of us. And if we seek him, he will reveal himself. Yeah. Yeah, and no matter who you are, no matter what your past, he loves you just as I know he loves me. Mm-hmm. He's a father just waiting to shower his children with gifts, but he's waiting for us to ask. And everyone can receive his gift. Longtime Christian or new believer, you can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you, you must be a believer. Yeah. Amen to that. Guys, we are are never too broken, never too hurting, too sinful to turn to Jesus. And I think while we're winding up this series on Holy Spirit, um, Alex, I think it would be great if we prayed with the listeners today, um, again, um, who are believing for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, So... Um, if you listen to the to the sermon, um, we, we posted the sermon as a, a bit of a recap. Um, we're going to follow the same steps that we, we took uh, when I gave this message. Um, so if you're following uh, us, we'd love to hear from you. I'm going to just plug our website for a quick second. You can go to stonechurch.ca uh, to learn more about our church and tune in to a live stream to see uh, what church is like. Or you can join us in person. Uh, and if you do accept Christ into your life today, or if you just want to connect with us, then um, let us know at connect.mystone.ca. Uh, before we pray, I, I just want you to think about it and, and really ask yourself if you're ready to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because uh, I don't want you to take this lightly. Being baptized in the Holy Spirit means that you will receive extraordinary power for Christ-exalting ministry. And when you do, it is your responsibility to use your gift, Mm. not to just sit on the side being a Sunday Christian complacent and letting others do the work of the ministry for you, but to be on the front line. So if if you're listening and you're not a believer, but you want this gift, uh, then first I just want to invite you to accept Christ into your life. And um, as I had said before, it is a requirement that you be a believer to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, So I'm just going to read through this prayer first, and then I'll lead you in the prayer and we can pray together. Lord Jesus, I want to be found by you today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. I admit that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior, and I'm inviting you to be mine right now. Come into my life, forgive my sin, 
Live in me as my leader from now on. I believe you are a God who is forgiving. So uh, I'm going to lead us in that prayer together. So let's just um, pray and I'll read it first and then you can repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I want to be found by you today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. I admit I'm a sinner in need of a Savior, and I'm inviting you to be mine right now. Come into my life. Forgive my sin. Live in me as my leader from now on. I believe you are God who is forgiving. Amen. Amen. Listener, if you prayed that prayer just now, I'd like to be the first to say welcome to the family. Again, we ask that you take a second and go to connect.mystone.ca and fill out that connect form so that we can reach out to you. We have a small gift and some materials that we want to send you to get you started on your faith journey. So um, if you're wanting to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we're going to pray for that together. Uh, I'm going to invite Pastor Kate to pray for us, um, but I'm just going to lead you through uh, a little bit of, a, a, let's say, preparation um, so the first thing that I want you to do is to close your eyes and relax. Breathe in deep and breathe out. Relax and just listen. There are a few things that you need to know. Receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit is an exercise of faith. When you receive Christ as your Savior, you probably did not see him walk through the wall and you couldn't see him um, but you received by faith that something happened on the inside. In the same way, something spiritual and unseen is about to take place. You are not receiving a new spirit, but just more of the same. The same Holy Spirit that you received when you accepted Christ into your life will also now fill you. Next thing you need to know is that the Spirit does not speak in tongues, but you do. This is important because it means that you have a part to play. The Holy Spirit will not overpower you to make you speak against your will. You have to be willing to put into action the motion of moving your tongue and lips in faith. And you need to let the air start flowing out of your lungs and start the motion of speech. No matter how foreign or how silly it sounds, keep speaking it out. So we're going to pray for God to give you the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And after we pray, just keep breathing, relax, and receive. So, Pastor Kate, will you lead us in a prayer? Okay. You know, in the Bible, it talks about laying on of hands, which really means just someone placing the hand on your shoulder or your head. And, you know, we're in this podcast space, and so we can't <laughs> lay our hands on you. But I am just believing right now, as you are praying and seeking baptism in the Holy Spirit, that you would have a sense of God's presence with you now, right now, that Holy Spirit will begin to just flood the space that you're in. And as you are seeking and praying and 
taking this moment again to ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I know you're doing an incredible work in people's lives. God, I know that, Lord, you are perfecting, Lord God, them. You are doing a great work in them. And so we ask right now for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I pray that there would be the evidence of speaking in tongues. And God, as you give utterance, Lord, I pray that they begin to open their mouths and begin to speak and begin to hear that heavenly language flow. And we pray against the work of the enemy that would try and discourage. Right now, I pray that incredible faith would rise and hope would rise and joy would rise in their hearts right now as they begin to speak out, Lord, that heavenly language right now. God, I pray that, Lord, as your presence surrounds them, that even healing would happen right now. We pray in your precious and holy name. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the living, everlasting, eternal God. I thank you, God, for your forgiveness, Lord God, and your grace. Lord God, I thank you that your Spirit empowers us. And Lord, we are seeing even now, Lord God, your Spirit moving, Lord, across the earth and in people's lives. I thank you. I give you praise. In your holy name we pray. Amen. So if you are praying right now, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us, again, through connect.mystone.ca. And I just want to say just a thank you to um, Pastor Kate uh, with Ashley and um, just the whole team of the the podcast team here at Stone Church for um, digging in a bit deeper into this and um, allowing us to be able to just bring these these talks, this information um, to to you, to the people listening. Um, And we are just excited to hear um, what God's doing through your spirit-empowered life. I am just so grateful to be part of this series because I was one of those ones when Alex did his initial sermon um, back in May, I was one of those ones that wanted the gift of Holy Spirit and the gift of tongues. And, you know, I got on the ground and I did the prayer and I I didn't feel like anything happened. And, um, you know, and then I got asked to do this podcast, which obviously I feel is, um, you know, definitely God ordained. Um, And so over the last couple months, I've been really praying into receiving Holy Spirit. I've had a couple come alongside of me um, to help me. And um, I'm just so happy to say that um, I just spoke in tongues and I had Pastor Kate and Pastor Alex with me praying over me. And it was just a mind-blowing experience. Um, it was uh, it was unreal. And I'm so grateful. And this is just to tell you not to give up and not to get... Um, defeated and to stay encouraged and to continually just ask God for the gift because I, I can tell you I was discouraged and I was feeling unworthy of it. And um, I'm, I'm here now saying that it happened and now I get to practice, um, but it, it, it can happen. Just don't give up. 
just like Alex said, keep praying into it. Don't give up. Ask others to pray for you, to come alongside the journey with you. Um, but, you know, if you ask for it, God will give it to you. And uh, he's so amazing. He wants to give us these gifts, guys. And um, I'm so, I'm just so, I'm in awe right now because of this experience. And I just wanted to share with you um, that um, even for someone like myself who, you know, has had a lot of... Um, thoughts of being unworthy or, you know, why would God give me that gift? You know, he does and he will give it to you if you ask him. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Stone Church Podcast. For more information, visit us online at stonechurch.ca.